Hi, and welcome back. I am Dr. Michaela Rush, an OBGYN. And I am Dr. Ann Sharkey, a podiatrist. We are friends, both female and surgeons. We like to educate and have fun. We're so glad you've tuned in to another episode of From Tits to Toes. Let's get started. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, so this week we took a trip together. We should a field trip, really. We took a field trip. <laughs> so last episode we talked about libido, right? So how to increase libido. We talked about um, spicing things up. So we decided to take a field trip to. A local store, one of the popular sex stores. stores. Yeah, a sex store. So uh, we we decided to check out Dreamers on Lamar here in Austin. So we took a trip, and we have some audio clips uh, from our trip. <laughs> It'll be good. We'll, we're going to yeah. play some of these today. So neither one of us had uh, been to Dreamers before this specific store. So we got to orient ourselves to the store itself and uh, we got to check it out. Okay, what do we have? We have like all kinds of things. So that is- There's the toys. Toys, costumes. Oh wait, where's the costume? Oh, all that side. There There we go. All right, there's wigs or probably wigs and costumes on that side. And then lubes all here in the middle. And then we have all the toys on the wall with demos there. See what they look like. Videos. Oh, the video section. I see. There's a lot of videos. All the toys are probably the most popular one. The spy lights in the middle. All kinds of stuff. I still I still am alarmed at, at the number of DVDs that a store still I mean, it was a blockbuster up in there. Yeah, so that was one of the things I was gonna say. The, the the few things that I w- that I learned from there and that I came away with was one of them was the enormous amount of of DVDs and like tapes that they have and there. Well, so, actually, I'm wondering this: are those rentals or were they purchasing those? I think those they were, were rentals. like the plastic cases. Like they a were rental. all like plastic. Co- like they were they and they looked used. Like they all looked used. So right? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, is this a rental situation or were they buying them? Well, the that one person returned one while we were there and oh, okay i didn't I miss that knew him by name and was like yeah hey so and so yeah you know okay, okay well, well. Well. so answers that question <laughs> yeah so i'm pretty sure they're rentals i mean i'm sure they sell actual dvds but in this day and right. age with uh, i feel the like internet, there should be a sign like have you heard of the internet yeah the, 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 the internet is out there you have it on your phone like so i mean the internet was oh. literally invented for porn. <laughs> so why is this? I don't understand why people are still like driving all the way to a store to rent a porn show. I, mean, I don't even have a DVD player in my house, really. Well, I think we <laughs> maybe still I do. I, like we have a PlayStation oh, or something, but yeah. yeah, you have you have to go and buy a DVD player these days. Yeah, I I, I was shocked. Honestly, I was shocked that like almost a, f- a quarter of the store was dedicated to the to the videos, which was shocking to me. I just that didn't think really yeah. that was the, one takeaway number one. Large yeah, that was takeaway number video. one. Um, I was shocked that there were so many that a, a quarter of that store was still used for videos, which was amazing to me. Um, they had a large selection of toys. 
Yeah, they did have a good selection. I think that's one of the things about that particular location is that they do have a wide selection overall. It was somewhat um, overwhelming, I will say, and chaotically organized because they were sort of dispersed all over the store. Um, yeah. I think we we kind of talk about that a little bit in some of our clips because we'd turn around corners and we'd find different things, but yeah. um, they had a good selection. Well, yeah, and the toys are kind of spread throughout the entire thing, so you kind of have to wander all the way around. Um, I was also surprised that they had the – a vaginal dilators there. They had that set. So we did. Oh, we that's found right. that yeah, one, yeah. Yeah. We found that one set of the vaginal dilators, which I was impressed with. So some patients we do recommend that for, for patients who have issues like atrophy or um, if it's, it's thinner and drier and more constricted down there and they need to dilate it again more. Okay. Um, so we do recommend vaginal dilation in certain patients and if you buy anything that says medical grade, then it's always very, very expensive. But this one had a kit that had three different sizes in it. I think it was around $100 or something. Yeah, I, th- I would um, say it was less than $100. We were surprised at the price. Yeah. So it was. I was pretty impressed with that. So that one was uh, pretty good too. So I, I was impressed that they even had that. They had um, some pretty interesting shoes that would not fall in the podiatry approved <laughs> category. Oh, I posted about that on Instagram today, but um, they were saucy. That's for sure. Yes. They were very saucy, sassy, very mm-hmm. uh, tall and dangerous looking shoes. They call them blister causing ankle fracture risking shoes. <laughs> yeah. They're very high platform and very high heel. Right, okay. let's talk about this shoe. For so we a found moment. the wall of shoes yeah. at the sex store. Um, and they're all very platform and high. Yes, yeah, so ankle injury risk is high. <laughs> and the uh, the what we'd call the upper, the top that would cover the top of your foot is very sharp, hard plastic that's gonna cause some sores and blisters if you're trying to walk very plastic. Very far in this. But I don't um, know how long you intend to wear it. Yeah, it's probably so. not gonna be on long. Um yeah, this would be a no. Heel, heel height too high. Do you feel like there's any arch support at all? In- so that it's a soft cushion, but yeah. you're not wearing this to support your arch. Oh, yeah, no, I'd yeah. probably not. No, yeah, they're going to be. Yeah, supporting something else. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's check out this far right, so side. Okay, what do we have on our side? Oh, the games. These are actually really fun. Some of these are really good. Courageous party mugshots. <laughs> So the dice game are kind of fun because it gives you like an action and a location. Okay. So you roll the dice and it oh, says yeah, like a take a ones. shot yeah. or um, kiss whatever you know, the feet or kiss the toes, yep. kiss the nipple or okay. whatever. Um, <laughs> Here's a set of testicles. Stress chest. Stress chest. Oh, there are stress balls that are boobs. I love them. Might have to get those. Oh, like tits too. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to get that. I will have to get a picture of those too. Let's see what else. Um, they had a lot of. Well, the, sale, the sales lady was really helpful. She was really oh, knowledgeable. She was amazing. She was very sweet, very nice. She was very knowledgeable. Um, I liked her a lot. She was very good. She was very helpful. So, I mean, I think anyone could walk in there, whether they've ever been in one before or whether they you know, are there all the time. But if they have any questions or if they know exactly what they're looking for, she will help you find it. So, and she's very helpful and she's not shy, obviously. She works there. No, I like that. She was really willing to share details and experiences um, as her with her sales experience. So 
that, that mm-hmm. comes in handy. There are also a lot of bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. Supplies. Party favors. Mm-hmm. Lots of bachelorette. Some dress-up dress things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some lingerie and then just um, dress-up wigs. Yeah. Um, some nice yeah, paddles. They, yeah, they had the wall of the, the whips and the paddles and the chains and the handcuffs and all the good stuff all on on one wall what i like to say it was um 50 shades of gray in real life there yes that is the wall they did have some books too we looked at the books we'll have to post the pictures of that there was some of the books that we had referenced in the previous episode that were there we got to see them yeah the the ones we recommended they had a few of those there um so that was good to see that they had a few of those actually there and then they had some um kind of erotic book stuff there too yes yeah. I can't remember. Like novels, actually, like fictional yeah, like erotic novels. novels so. Yeah. So they had a few of those. They had a whole area of lube. So lubricant was a big section. So there's quite a few options there. So I think that anyone could really find anything they're looking for in regards to. I'm trying to remember what was the thing on the back wall that we were looking at. It was like behind the checkout counter that we were looking at before we were left. Was that the. Um... The mail enhancement? Yes. It was mail enhancement stuff. It was all behind the counter, so I guess they can't put that up. Yeah, that must be a high high commodity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that was the mail enhancement uh, shelf, I suppose, behind the the counter. Yeah, so. But it was good, yeah. It was was a good experience. Uh, Definitely. I joked, I was like a little green for the podiatrist perspective. It's not our normal uh, delving into these things. So it's like Dr. Sharky turns 50 shades of red. And- <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to name the episode. Yeah, I know, in the in the, in the sex store. But it was good. I was actually um, surprised at how knowledgeable the sales lady was and how nicely organized the store was. And you kind of, those places have a – bad connotation, I guess, in some respects in terms of these like off the street, the kind of dilapidated buildings, but they did a nice job. So yeah, no, I, I thought it was really good selection and, you know, pretty organized. Like you said, I think it was good. It was Two a thumbs up from us. Field yeah. For our field trip. It was good. We'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got some stuff. We got the, like some sex, Dice fun uh, dice. Stress boobs. Stress boobs. Stress we got boobs. stress boobs. Yeah. We got some weird gel that's supposed to tighten. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that though. We'll see. That's weird. Dollar ninety nine. Oh, yeah, dollar ninety nine is worth it. Seems questionable. <laughs> it's like only a tiny little bit on the tip. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Alright. But uh yeah. We'll it was, an, it was an adventure. Yeah. Right. No, I know. We can Dreamers. we know where all this stuff is. Yeah. And all the lots of toys and lots of selection. So we'll see. All right. All right. Well, that episode was certainly a lot of fun. Before we leave you today, we wanted to spend some time answering some questions that have been sent in. Okay, so Dr. Rush, um, we got a question sent in to me on Instagram from a listener. And her question is that she has been in menopause for about two to three years, recently has been under some stress, and now has started bleeding. 
So she did say she's scheduled for an ultrasound, but she was questioning um, what exactly could be the cause of this. So any bleeding after menopause is considered abnormal. So clinically, the definition of menopause is lack of a period for a full 12 months. So once a patient's menopausal, any bleeding after that is considered abnormal and needs to be worked up. But there are quite a few different things that can cause abnormal bleeding. It could be something as simple as a little polyp inside the uterus, or and you can just go and remove it. Or what we're trying to rule out with menopause and bleeding is something worse, like endometrial hyperplasia, which is a precancerous kind of abnormal thickening of the lining, or endometrial cancer. So usually there's a workup where we automatically order an ultrasound and sometimes do an endometrial biopsy depending on the thickness of the lining. So we look at the ultrasound to determine how thick that lining is. And if it's on the thicker side, then we automatically will sample the lining of the uterus to test the tissue. Okay. Is there ever instances where maybe someone thought they were in menopause and then they just had a period again? Or once it's been longer than 12 months, is that pretty rare? So... It's unusual. So it's it's just considered abnormal anything okay. that, if you're menopausal. But there are some instances on – so younger patients who are on chemotherapy or radiation for cancer treatment, sometimes it'll knock their kind of ovarian function out for a while, and then sometimes it kind of okay. returns. And then you've got to try and figure out is it normal or not normal. So you still got to work it all up. There's always a workup involved. Yeah, okay. you always got to work it up. Cool. Thank you for answering that question. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have another question from a listener that asks, what kind of music we listen to in the operating room? What kind of music do you listen to, Dr. Sharkey? Oh, I am like all over the board. Sometimes I will ask the OR staff like what they want to listen to because honestly, unless it's crazy hard, heavy metal or super slow classical, those are two things that I I don't want to listen to in the operating room. But Aside from that, like once I'm working, I almost don't even hear the music. Yeah. Um, but lately, a really good all around choice has been the Blend Station on Sirius XM. So it's a little bit yeah. of everything. Um, sometimes you get some really cheesy sort of like love songs, but <laughs> we all stop and crack up on those. But otherwise, yeah, that's kind of uh, usually it's up to dealer's choice. Whoever's in the OR with me, as long as it's not heavy metal or classical music. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Since there's the Sirius satellite station in there, um, I usually have it on either the blend is a common one that it's on. The spectrum is another good one. It's kind Ooh, of, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's it's kind of good. It's kind of a the spectrum of rock. Like it has old yeah. and new. Yeah. And then there's 80s and 90s. I'll listen to those. And then sometimes the Pitbull station is pretty fun. Oh, that could be good depending yeah. on the day. Yeah, that one's good. And it's really random sometimes on that station because I feel like sometimes okay. it's better than others. But sometimes it's a pretty good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, they brought back the Billy Joel channel and I almost turned that on the other day because sometimes yeah. I can really enjoy some of that. But I declined. <laughs> I declined the option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I loved last week's episode on low libido, but my question is, you guys did talk a little bit about um, birth control having an effect on low libido. What about IUDs? Do those have any effect on low libido, specifically Marina? Great question. IUDs are not typically associated with a decreased libido, The Paragard is non-hormonal, so that shouldn't affect libido at all. 
And the marina is not typically associated with a decreased libido either. it for today we're so glad you're able to tune in we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did we've been loving all the feedback and questions that we're getting so keep them coming don't forget if you want to leave us a voice message you're able to just go to the link at the bottom of the episode description in whichever podcast platform you're listening on you may even hear your question or comment in the show and remember to subscribe so you'll be the first to know every time we release a new episode We are so grateful for those of you that have taken time to rate and review the podcast, and we would be so appreciative if you haven't yet, if you could go and do that. Your ratings and reviews help others to find our podcast. And then don't forget to send in any good stories, funny stories, or you know, experiences at doctor's offices or with surgery. They always love the good ones. So send those in or leave voice messages with those. We can always throw those in to episodes. We love those. Um, we, we always love, you know, good, funny stories. Yeah. We, we love, we want to hear your, like, <laughs> you can email us, experiences. <laughs> you can email us those at tits to toes podcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at from tits to toes. And remember, keep your tits up and your toes down.